Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is indeed our uh, third hour, and then we are done for the day. Once again, another hot uh, day in Des Moines. A lot of fun, even though it was close to 100 at the golf tournament over the weekend. That sure. was a lot of fun. Was there both days. That was I got a kick out of that. U.S. I, I really Open did. this week? Yeah, U.S. Open coming up. That's going to be good stuff. Still haven't uh, swung the sticks yet this year. I got to get you out. Yeah. But you don't want to hang out with your boy. Well, I told you, if you can get it for free, I will. <laughs> or if you're paying, I'm there. If I'm buying. Absolutely. Me, the cheap of the cheapest, and you want me to buy? I'm, I'm just asking. Well, and, and same thing for Mitch Sherman. I, I would love to go to the College World Series. Yeah. Only if Mitch is buying, though. Oh, only if he's buying. Mitch Sherman from ESPN.com joins us from Omaha. Mitch, uh, the excitement starting to build College World Series on the horizon. And year after year, as we watch this tournament unfold, and we had the local angle with Iowa this year, I'm just continually amazed how well Omaha does supporting that product year after year. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's not, a, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it's been, 50 plus years and it's it's i don't think the people of omaha are surprised anymore or even really the visitors who have come regularly you know you're, you're gonna have mike martin the florida state coach back for oh i believe the 16th time in his career wow. so wow. he's about as much of a veteran uh, as as anyone he's more than a more, he's he's a veteran on a higher level than anyone who's still in coaching today now that augie garrido is retired at texas and Mark Marquis is retired as of a week ago at Stanford. Um, Mike Martin uh, will, I, I promise you, you know, not be surprised by the kind of hospitality that Florida State receives and and the support overall that the tournament gets from the community, not just in Omaha, but really all around the region and the, and the, the college baseball community nationally uh, pours everything that it has into these next two weeks in Omaha. Um, and it's just, it's part of the tradition that, that, uh, you know, this is, this is what happens when you have an event in one place for as long as you do. I'm sure it's the same way, uh, for the Triple Crown horse races mm-hmm. or the Indy 500, you know, for things like that that just don't move from, from one city. Uh, it becomes a, a, a part of the fabric of that community. Mitch, uh, explain to me, if you can, because you just referenced a guy that has been there, what did you say, 16 years now? I think it's 16, 16. times, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's right around that number. Oh. He's in, he's uh well into the double digits. Okay, fair I enough. No, and I will know. I will know again this week. That that's fine. I'm not I'm not going to get after you on that. That's no big deal. I'm just curious how you get guys to go to Oregon State and how the Beavers, I've got beaver fever, are so ex- uh, how how do they maintain? How do they get guys to go there and play in for the most part miserable weather cuz I used to work in that state. I know what the weather's like, and yet they've won the World Series in the past, and and they're and they're going to be there again. How, how does that happen? Yeah, Oregon State isn't, isn't just uh, another team on the scene in Omaha this year either. The the Beavers are fifty four and four. Yeah, um, I mean you're, that's just a, a ridiculous record. Um, you know, unheard of in in you know a, a, a for a baseball team to be fifty four and four really at any level. I mean. You'll have teams that come with gaudy records every year, 45, 47, 48 wins. But 54 and 4, there's some records uh, that are that are in jeopardy with, with with Oregon State coming to this series. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great question uh, about how they've built this thing in Corvallis, Oregon. Um, and it was extremely relevant, I think, 10 years ago when Oregon State burst onto the scene in 2005. And it's like, okay, this team has never been here. Who are these guys? Who is this coach, Pat Casey? And Oregon State had a quick exit in 2005 and then came back the next two years in 06 and 07 and won the whole thing and looked like, uh, you know, the way that that, that that team executed in those two in those two tournaments, especially in the in the in the best of three finals, um, just just taking teams apart, just mm-hmm. dismantling teams, looking like a, a team of professionals out there against a team of college kids. You know what you see often with the college kids is mistakes that you might see from a college team. I mean, if you watch professional baseball and you guys have it, AAA baseball right there, we have it here in Omaha. There's not a whole lot of difference between the AAA players and the Major League Baseball players. They make all the plays in the field. You know, it's just the superior, the the, the crazy, amazing talent, the guys who can hit the 495-foot home runs like Aaron Judge, they're not playing in AAA. They're in the big leagues. Well, the college players look different. You know, they kick balls around every once in a while. They do things fundamentally that college players, you'd expect college players to do. Those Oregon State teams from 06 and 07, what I remember, mm-hmm. and what I'm expecting to see this year from a team that's 54 and 4, is they do just, they just do everything right. It's, it's not what you expect to see from college baseball. And that's a credit to Pat Casey, who's still the coach at Oregon State. Uh, and, and, and they've been back once, uh, now twice this, this, this year, uh, since that 07 national championship. And to do it in a place like Corvallis, they do have the Pac 12. Uh, as a recruiting tool, great baseball conference, great baseball on the West Coast. They recruit a lot of kids out of California. Uh, but still, to do it in Oregon is, is, uh, is somewhat amazing. And, and, and not to make this answer too long, but the University of Oregon, which has tre- tremendous resources in comparison to Oregon State, uh, did not have a baseball program when Oregon State won those two championships a decade ago. They decided, hey, we better get a program if our little school, little sister in, in state is winning national championships. So they went out and hired George Horton, the coach from Cal State Fullerton, who was a, a, a wizard on the on the on the diamond, uh, had brought Fullerton to Omaha many many times, and uh, Oregon has not yet made its first trip to the College World Series wow. since, since bringing that program back into existence. So it's not it's not an easy thing to do in that part of the country. Do you remember? Because I'm scratching my head here. Didn't Jacoby Ellsbury play yes. Oregon State, for yep. Oregon State on those teams? Yes, right. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Correct. He was the center fielder. Yeah. And yeah, there were there were um at least a couple other big leaguers from that team too, but it wasn't one of those teams like you've seen over the years an Arizona State team will come or the University of Florida which is on the cusp of of uh punching the final ticket to to get to Omaha this year. Some of the LSU, those teams will come and they'll have five, six, seven future big leaguers in the lineup and you can kind of tell by watching them. Uh, that wasn't really the case with Oregon State. They did have Ellsbury and a couple other recognizable names. Darwin Barney was on that team. I think okay. he played in the big league. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, not, not necessarily the most talented team there, but fundamentally it was, it was crazy to watch them. Well, you mentioned Fullerton. They're going to be back yep. there. But I'm going to guess the Omaha Chamber of Commerce was uh, kissing each other when they see LSU back in it once again, and those crazy fans making their way up to Omaha. Yeah, you could probably look from space right now and see the caravan of <laughs> of uh, RVs and campers that are driving up the up the road from Louisiana north. Um, and the thing about the LSU fans and they're legendary, and, and and LSU fans would take over Rosenblatt Stadium in that area in South Omaha at the old ballpark. 
in the in the 80s and 90s when the Tigers were were in Omaha every year and seemingly winning it almost every year under Skip Bertman, the old old coach turned athletic director, now retired. Um, LSU fans continued to come in the years that LSU did not make the College World Series, and they became. You know, like we, we talk about the hospitality of, of Omaha, the LSU fans were, were a part of that, and the LSU fans would, would welcome fans, you know, in the SEC, from the, in their SEC rivals, from the ACC, from Big 12 schools, and they, they became a part of the College World Series that it was so unique. There's no other fan base uh, any, anywhere. You know, Miami came year after year after year for a long time. Oklahoma State came year after USC uh, in, the, in the 70s came every year. None of those schools would would bring fans like LSU did, and certainly none of them would bring fans in years where their team did not make it. So whenever LSU makes it, it's always fun because then you have more LSU fans, and, and they, they, uh, they have a great time for two weeks, no, no matter how their team plays. It'll smell like bourbon, there's no doubt about it, <laughs> over there by the new stadium. We're talking with Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Covers Big 12 football and much more for ESPN, and he's from Omaha as he's with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, Mitch, before we get into the Big 12, some thoughts on uh, the Nebraska football team. As the Cornhuskers uh, get ready for pretty big season for Mike Riley, and uh, the odds makers out in Vegas put the over-under total at six. I did a double take. I've talked to a lot of people that did a double take when they first saw that number. I'm going to guess the reaction over in Omaha and across Nebraska was the same kind of thing. How quickly can I get out there to Vegas? Because our corn huskers are winning more than six games. Yeah, that's a that's a sucker bet right there. And and I, and I think that Nebraska is better than a six win team. But I understand the questions. There's big questions. There's questions at quarterback, and I, I think Nebraska people who have listened to the coaches and listened to the talk around Tanner Lee, who will be Nebraska's quarterback, won the job in uh, over Patrick O'Brien in the, in the spring. You know, there, there, there's a feeling like he's been around, and uh, people, I think, view him, fans of the program view him as a guy who is depend, who, who's more dependable than a newcomer, you know, more like a returning starter. But the reality is, is that he's not. And the outside perception, the, 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 the betting perception, if you will, or, you know, around the Big Ten, around the country, is going to be that Nebraska has a new quarterback coming in in an offense that's not the easiest to run when you're a first-year guy. Nebraska also has a new defensive coordinator who's bringing in a, a, a change in scheme, going to a three-man front. A lot of change. Mm-hmm. It's some pretty important, uh, pretty important places. So to me, that is the, is the, um, the source of the questions, and it, it, that's what leads to, to see things like a six-win over-under total. Now, I mean, it, it's, it's a huge disappointment for Nebraska if it drops back to six wins. Even if it's seven wins, right. it's a pretty big disappointment for Nebraska. You start to get into that eight and nine total, and it's, that's probably what the realistic, uh, the, the realistic observers expect, but... Um, you know, they generally don't, they're not too far off when they set those numbers. So we'll see. You know, it's interesting how that particular fan base still lives uh, back 20, 20 years ago, maybe even 30 years ago now, uh, and still thinks that the school should still be like that. Do you ever see with what they have now, Nebraska ever really turning returning to prominence? Well, I think prominence is what Nebraskans expect. Um, I don't think that you find a 
majority of the population or a majority of the fan base that expects Nebraska to be 1994 to 1997, okay. uh, or 93 to 97. Nebraska was 60 and three in those five seasons, right there. There, I'm sure, is a is a fringe uh, percentage that says absolutely. You know, why not mm-hmm. bring it back? Mm-hmm. Tom Osborne did it. Let's 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 repeat the whole thing. Alabama plays that kind of football. Why can't Nebraska? But that's that's a smaller and smaller number uh, every year. And, and, and I think it's gotten to the point now where people realize that's, that's unrealistic. It's, it is realistic for Nebraska to be prominent, just like it's realistic for Iowa to be prominent. We saw that two, two years ago. Yeah. Realistic for Northwestern or Wisconsin to be prominent. Those programs in the Big Ten West don't have any, any kind of significant advantages over Nebraska uh, that, that, that should keep Nebraska from atta- aspiring to be at the level or above the level of those programs. And you can, you can argue plenty that Wisconsin has had way more success than Nebraska over the past decade, but I don't think that's going to convince many people who see the Nebraska program and spend time around the Nebraska program that the Cornhuskers can't be on the level of Wisconsin. And, you know, I don't, I, I, I think it's realistic. It's, it's within the boundaries of, of being sane to say, yeah, this is a program that can expect to contend every year or should expect to contend every year for the West Division Championship. And most realistic people, I think they're somewhere in that in that uh, area. Okay, curious. I was just curious about that. Mitch Sherman is our guest, ESPN on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Um, another coach, uh, a prominent coach with the Blue Jays of Creighton, had an opportunity in Greg McDermott to jump to the Ohio State Buckeyes decided against it with your insight mm-hmm. and you're based out of Omaha. I know that you were in on this story. Do you have a, why he accepted the interview and B, why did he decline after, after, after we talked to Ohio state? Well, I think you have to listen. Okay. Um, you know, Greg McDermott's status as the coach at Creighton has risen in, over the past couple of years as Creighton has established itself in the big East. This is a Missouri Valley team. I think it's really hard to turn that down. If it's a Missouri Valley team and, 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 you're, and you're Creighton, I think it's really difficult to pay your coach on a level that's competitive with what Ohio State could offer. But the Big East is a player in basketball. Um, clearly the Ohio State job is better than the Creighton job, is always going to be better than the Creighton job, or you know, seemingly always going to be better than the Creighton job. You have way more resources at that school. You've got a football program to fund everything that, that Creighton just <laughs> cannot and does not enjoy will never enjoy so that's why i think he 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 accepted the interview because you just owe it to yourself you have to do it why why he chose to stay is is complicated you know greg mcdermott has been in that spot to be in a power five conference um he's been he's done it at iowa state and i think the people closest to him you know jamie popper jamie pollard say this at iowa state that uh greg coached a different way when he got on that level. He got outside of his comfort zone. You know, he did things and recruited players that he probably wasn't most comfortable with. And he's found his comfort zone again at Creighton, even with the, 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 the better league. You know, he came to Creighton. It was a Missouri Valley program. He ushered Creighton, and he, along with his son, ushered Creighton into the Big East. And so he's grown, grown as a coach along with that program. And there's just such a comfort level now. Um, he's recruiting the kind of kids that he wants to recruit to Creighton, and they're beginning to get or have, have 
a few years ago, begun to get guys after after Doug, who were and he was not, but players in his in his footsteps who were that top 100, top 150 player nationally. And I think he feels like there is an opportunity at Creighton to take the program to a place that it's never been, and and you know do things like Gonzaga have done, do things like Butler in its own league has done. So. Um, you know, while I'm sure it was tempting to to take the money and run, uh, there's there's a real connection between him and that Creighton program, the equity that he has in it, what his son accomplished at that school, and then also his uh, his connection now after several years to the community in Omaha. From one coaching change to another, in your uh, well, we started to talk about Big Twelve. Here we are, 16 minutes later, yeah, and we finally get to it. Bob Stoops yeah. leaving Oklahoma surprise last week to many. You know, there's been some rumblings over the last few years about the possibility of Stoops, you know, stepping down, either looking at at another role or just stepping down. Here we are. Uh, how surprised were you taken by it being inside the Big Twelve? Shocked, just. Uh, shocked that it happened on Wednesday, June 7th, uh, maybe slightly less surprised when all the dust settled that it happened in 2017, but, um, you put it all together and I mean, Bob Stoops was out on the, uh, on the speaking circuit a week before this happened, talking about the importance of keeping Lincoln Riley on staff, talking very much like the CEO that, that he is. And, you know, in the back of his mind, when you look back on it, he knew what was about to happen. But, uh, you know, he he played his cards close to the vest, as you have to do when, when, when something like this is going on. I've been asked so many times over the last four or five days, okay, what's really going on there? You know, when's the other shoe going to drop? And I suppose I could be naive and and, you know, a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, we find out about something that, is more serious. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, but I don't think so. I mm-hmm. think this was a case of a guy who began to lose a little bit of his passion, began to wonder what was next in his life, really saw his own uh, humanity in front of him. Um, I, I think the fact that his dad died on the sidelines of a heart attack at age 54 as a coach. And Bob, here he is, 56 years old. I think that really played a role. And he wants to be able to enjoy his life with his wife and his kids who are going to be seniors in high school this coming fall. Uh, And, you know, he doesn't need the money. There are so few coaches in his position, period. And then of those who are, there are so few who can walk away. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 reason that these guys are successful is because they're so driven. So to be able to step outside of that and 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 turn your back on it and walk away, it's it's that's why it's so rare. But you know, I really think that's what happened here. I don't think there is a big mystery that is, has yet to be unveiled. I think that uh, he just decided, hey, this is the right time, and he was really empowered by the fact that he thought feels like they have the guy in that program in Lincoln Riley who will eventually, would eventually be the coach. He's a little young, but I I really believe that, excuse me, that Bob Stoops felt he was the guy to take over. Let me go to Baylor. They've been out of the news, which is the best thing that could happen to them here in the last month, where the Big 12 at their meetings referenced the fact that 
they're not going to get six or seven million dollars from the from the league itself. Is there anything else the league can do or is the next shoe just waiting to drop when some of these lawsuits show up in court? Well, I don't think the story's over. Okay. Um, you know, I, well, and I'm not exactly sure what I mean by that. I think you'll continue to hear, you continue to have fallout from the scandal. We haven't, we haven't heard the end of it. I think that there will be legal proceedings. There will be things that, that happen. Um, but and I've, I've said this before that I feel like if all that occurs between now and whenever this thing is officially in the past is that it's more uh, ramifications of all that happened under Art Bryles, then I think this program has a path forward. It has a future. If there's another bombshell waiting to come out in any way, shape, or form, then I think you know you're 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 looking at in some in, in some way just just the, the the deconstruction of that program. So they're kind of hanging by a thread. Okay. I guess is is okay. the way that I look at it. And and if if all is if all is is well on the backside of removing Art Bryles, removing his his staff after last season, then I think Baylor can can move forward. It's going to be a a down period financially. Uh it's going to be a down period I think competitively for Baylor when uh, some of the scholarship losses catch up to them. I don't mean NCAA or Big 12 or school-imposed losses. I just mean the defections from that program a year ago. A year ago at this time, <clears throat> we were counting an entire recruiting class that was being pulled right out of out of that school, and you, you don't you don't survive that without feeling the effects of it in a pretty significant way. So, I don't think Baylor is going to be counting championship trophies uh, over the next three, four, five years, but I do think that there's a path forward to getting the program on a solid footing if they stay clean from 12 months ago right on through for the foreseeable future. Mitch, last thing from me. Uh, last week over at the ESPN Big 12 blog, you uh, did your post about the schedule analysis for Iowa State the goal, as we know around here, get to six, get bull eligible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing, every other year, you go from four conference games on the road back to five, and for this year, it is five conference road games for Iowa State. Makes it difficult to get to that goal of six as you were kind of going through, though, and looking at the schedule, a couple of things that popped out to you in the Cyclones. Um, the importance of taking care of business in the two non-conference home games other than Iowa. Um, you know, the Iowa game is, is you know, you consider that a conference game. It's never, it's never, a, never. A, you don't, you don't count that as a win, obviously. And haven't, and and for for either team, you have been able to for Iowa, perhaps the last couple of years. I think this is a year where that Cyhawk game is much more back on on even ground, and uh, especially with it being at Ames, um, Iowa State can 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 take that one and and have a have a legitimate chance to win. And if and if you do, you go into conference play. Uh, with three victories, then you know I think the 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 uh, the opportunity to get to six is 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 very much there. 
for me, the big thing with Iowa State is is just finding a way to to control things at the line of scrimmage. Don't let it get out of hand. Iowa State's not going to be a dominant program up front on offense or on defense. And you know, I know the news a week or so ago came out that David Dawson, the grad transfer from mm-hmm. Michigan, yep. not going to be with the program this year. That was somebody that I thought Iowa State would, would have to count on or, or could hopefully count on in 2017. So you can't have too many of those of those kind of situations. You can't go into fall camp, have a bunch of injuries on the offensive or defensive line, um, or else the uh, the route to six wins becomes a lot more difficult. As it stands right now, you know I think it's realistic for Iowa State to think about six wins. And there are a few programs in the Big 12 outside of maybe Oklahoma getting to the college football playoff where the, or Oklahoma State getting a, a Big 12 championship where the goal is as apparent and obvious for a program as it is for Iowa State to, to uh, finally end that bowl drought. I'll let you go on this one. Uh, once again, another Big 12 question from me. This will be the first time that the Big 12 will have a championship game. Are you mm-hmm. looking forward to it? Or could it be the two teams that just played a week before and it's it doesn't do it for you? Well, I'm looking forward to it either way. Okay, two teams that played the week before, and you know one of one wins, and then the other one has a come has a chance to come back and and maybe you know ruin the league's playoff hopes. I mean, the league may, may, there's, it's it's a, like a coin flip. If you look back historically over how this thing would play out, uh, going back several years, it's like one year. It's potentially a good thing for the league, and the next year it's potentially a bad thing for the league. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's how conference championships game, games games work. And I think they work a little bit more like that in a league like this, where you have a, a, a nine game round robin schedule because you you know it's going to be a rematch. Um, I I'm totally happy if it's a rematch and it's got a chance to mess everything up for the league. Now mm-hmm. the coaches in play there or at least the coach that wins the first game is not going to be happy with that kind of a situation but they all signed up for it they all knew what they were what they were uh what they were getting into and uh, you know some voted against it so uh, I, I but I, I no matter what I think it adds a lot more intrigue and it, it makes things interesting uh come the middle and end of November Mitch Sherman ESPN.com Mitch it will be Wake Forest in Florida playing game 3 later as Wake Forest won on a walk-off homer wow. Eight six over the Gators, so we still don't know the official bracket. Not in place yet. We know three of the four matchups at least for the first round. More waiting for you over in Omaha, Mitch. That's fine. Thanks for the update on that, and uh, gives us something good to watch later today. You got it. Thanks, Mitch. As always, we always appreciate your time, pal. Have a good one. Absolutely. Good talking to you. See guys. you, bud. There you go, Mitch Sherman. College football. We well, we did college baseball with him too since he's right in omaha absolutely espn on the draft house 50 hotline mill civic parkway west des moines good stuff i always enjoy talking to him uh particularly now that he's on the big 12 beat Mm -hmm. and that really opens up uh, a lot more for us that we can get into with him on the show okay we can still talk corn huskers with oh sure (laughs) he obviously keeps a very close eye on yes he does and uh the big 12 angle as well always a good guy to talk to they will never ever in the minds of fans, reached the lofty goals that they had in the 90s. Well, here's, here's my problem. You, you like to always go to the lunatic fringe. You like to take the 2% of crazies and then paint a whole fan base that way. Now, maybe with Nebraska, that, that portion's a little bigger. I'd say I it's would bigger than that. that. But you talk to most Nebraska fans. They understand 
like Mitch said, that they're not getting back to the level of the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. It is a different game. It is recruiting is completely different. Yep. They're not able to go to California like they did back there and nab four or five of the top ten prospects out of California. That's what they used to do. Mm-hmm. That isn't happening anymore. Nope. Just isn't. They understand that. They understand the reality. I think the problem is, though they don't have those kind of expectations, they haven't won a conference title going on 15 years. Wow. That's that's Wow. So it just depends on what you're asking for. If you think the fan base is crazy because a few of them think that they should still be that good like they were in the mid-90s, I agree with you. But for the portion of the fan base that says, hey, can we win a conference title every four, five, six years? That's not crazy, is it? I don't, that's not outside of the realm of expectation. You just mentioned, though, that they haven't even done that in 15 years. Right, and, and they're saying, can't wow. we at least get to that? Wow. And that's why they ran off Bo Pelini. Yeah, well, I know that, yeah. Because he couldn't get D- th- to, to that. that. Now, Mike Riley, I don't think he's the coach that's going to get him to that. Did Bill Callahan do that? Oh, good God, no. <laughs> <laughs> terrible hire. What a terrible hire. I know they did kick a coach out who's had pretty good success. Well, Frank Solich. That's the guy at Ohio. Yep. He, he's done a very nice job. He has over there. And he, he's a guy that you could have continued on, but they were coming off those national championships. And 93 right. at that point yep. wasn't good enough. No. And, and it leads to you know a conversation with these coaching changes and the Ohio State, what happened with them, and, and what happened on the basketball job with the Buckeyes this past week with Ad mm-hmm. Mata and well, you hear all these crazy names. Sure. Billy Donovan. Yeah, you, you I know. know. Yeah. Him Bill- and Irving Meyer tight. Yeah. He's not leaving Oklahoma no, City. No, he's not. To come to Ohio State. No. Uh, and, and the expectations sometimes get out of whack. Yes, they do. Uh, speaking of out of whack, which is a perfect lead-in for our next segment. Okay. I will see how much money you have in your wallet. Okay. When we come back. Jimmy B and TC. It's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 1700 KVGG wants to bring a prime Father's Day to York Top Pop with a Top Pop basement, backyard, or barbecue upgrade giveaway presented by GNO Clothing. That's amazing. Go to 1700KVGG.com and enter to win a $4,000 upgrade. Whoa! Did your dad pick a man cave makeover, a brand new spanking grill area, new lawn care equipment? It could be his pick with a Top Pop basement, backyard, or barbecue upgrade. Sponsored by GNL Clothing at 1700 KVGG. Surprise Dad with clothes from GNO Clothing that he'll want to wear and save yourself some cash. Right now, get the lowest price of the season on Carhartt Original K87 Work T-shirts and Force Performance T-shirts. Or buy two pairs of Wrangler pants or shorts and get a $10 rebate by mail. And don't forget the Department 1917 bargains. Make Father's Day great at GNO Clothing, 1801 Ingersoll. Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights till 8. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? 
These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix call 289-1606. You're excited about your new business. Now the challenge is to get everyone else excited about it too. Signature Signing Graphics can help. No need for five different companies to provide you with window decals, bumper stickers, signs, and logo wall art. Signature Signing Graphics does all that and more. See what Signature Signing Graphics can do for your business. They're online at signsdsm.com and in real life at a new location right off Highway 141 in Grimes. That's just five minutes from the Urbandale Super Target. Call 402-SIGN, 402-SIGN. Signature Signing Graphics. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return, other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back in, everybody. We rolled to the uh, top of the hour, and then we're done on a Monday. Thank you for that. Okay, so I asked you about your wallet. Yeah. And I, I, I know me... you have Jack. Yep. Okay. Here so, it is. Okay. So he's got it out. Uh-huh. How much money do you have in your wallet? All right. I got a bunch of uh, cards here from different places. What kind of cards? Like business, business cards? Business cards, a couple <laughs> old receipts. Uh, let's get to the cash Yeah, portion. get to the cash in there. You ready? Whoa! <laughs> a lot of flies came out of that one. There is yeah, nothing. There is, there is nothing, Jimmy So B. you're using cards. 
Uh, yeah. my, my, question, my question that I had for you, if you happen to have an extra $133,000. Just laying around? Just laying around. $133,000. Grand. Just hanging just out hang, my, yeah, yeah, my checking yeah, account? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What would you spend it on? Uh, nothing. No, nothing at all. Because did, what? I, uh, I've learned my cheapness from you, Jimmy B. <laughs> I, would, uh, I, w- I would be saving it for okay. a rainy day. Fair enough. In case uh, the crap hit the fan. Like, this happens sometimes to me yeah. in my line of work. So, uh, yeah, I'd just be saving You'd it. You'd be saving it. I would not be spending that. Eh, 133 Maybe I'd spend a, maybe I'd take a trip. How about that? Okay. All right. So you'd spend a couple grand. Maybe sure. five. Maybe five out. Probably not. Okay. No, not maybe that kind of trip. Thirty five hundred out. Of uh, it. I'm talking like a, a trip to a Tumwa or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up the bags, honey. We're going to a Tumwa. Oh, the garden spot of the state. Okay. A person has paid the highest ever in NBA history, a hundred and thirty three thousand dollars for two seats on the floor for tonight's game. A hundred and thirty three. Yes. Thousand dollars. Yes. For a pair of seats to tonight's game. For the Cavs and Golden State, it's an NBA record sale. Now, let me tell you what that includes. $66,500 each. And it includes $17,000 in fees that the ticket brokers make. $17,000 the ticket broker makes because it's on a resale site. It's a pretty good racket. We're in the wrong stinking business, boy. That's so. Damn. Yeah, but think of all the tickets they eat. I mean, they do eat a lot of yeah, them. They yeah. do. There's that's the other side of it. You're not always selling everything out. No, no, I, that, that's no. a racket I would not want. A hundred and thirty-three grand for two seats, sixty-seven each, roughly sixty-seven each tonight. It's a different world, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, when you when you think of those top-end people. And you think of Silicon Valley and all the money that's sure, there yeah. in San Francisco, Oakland, right, and, and yeah. people that are sitting close. It's it's unmanageable to me. Yeah. I mean, it just is. I, I got you. I, yeah. I, I cannot imagine it. But, you know, my dad will say the same thing about me spending 75 bucks for the Big Ten Championship. $75 for a football game. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Or spending 120 bucks for the Rose Bowl. Sure. He's baffled by that. Now he'd go to some race and spend that much, but <laughs> so. It, but we're talking different levels here. Yes, sixty-six thousand five hundred dollars. Yes, a ticket. A ticket for this. It's the to NBA. watch this blowout tonight. Well, that's what that's what you're calling that's it what for the I'm for the Cavs and Warriors game five, and this guy paid, and they they don't identify who it is because well, it's ob- no, they should not. They should. Yeah. No, he's a rich I'll, guy. You don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. What you're going to hit him up for a loan? Exactly. <laughs> You know who this guy is? Hey, dude, I work in radio. Can you loan me some jack? Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't be asking for a loan because I wouldn't be able to pay it back. Just give me some money, dude. Dude, man, I'll try to entertain you. Oh, a hundred and thirty-three total tonight, which included seventeen thousand dollars in fees. So last night, hockey finishes up. Yes, it did, and it very well might finish up basketball tonight. Could for the season. Yes, uh, as we know. Nashville has the uh, the fan base that throws the catfish. <laughs> yes, we know that on the ice. Did you see the uh, somebody 
put it on Twitter last night. A lot of people responding. Yeah. Some of the dumbest traditions in sports. I did not see all of those because I was uh, watching on Twitter the guy F-bombing Mike Milbury <laughs> on the postgame show. That was pretty good. That and was it, pretty and good. it came off crystal clear on national TV. And just in general. Okay, what did you get? things on the ice. It's just, it's ridiculous, right? Yes, I agree. Yes, we understand the going all the way back with Detroit. We get the octopus. Needed eight wins to win the Stanley Cup. Eight legs, octopus, there you go. And then it's it's led to all these things. But I got an ultra. What do you got here? Okay. Uh, I follow somebody that covers the wild. Okay. And they said... The Excel Center is going to be a mess when Minnesota fans throw tater tot hot dish on the ice <laughs> during the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> it cracked me up for a multitude of ways. Okay, a, just I mean, imagining some old lady throwing her tater tots. Her tater tot I love there. tater tots. Yeah, t- tater tot casserole is yeah. great. But Minnesotans call it hot dish. Do you know this? No, you I know don't. a casserole, right? Yeah, you know I, what a casserole I know what a, I know what a casserole is. Yeah, tuna casserole. I've, that's, I've, that's good, I've, right? I've burnt many of them. Yeah, tater tot I can't casserole. cook worth a damn. Okay, casserole. Yes, our neighbors to the north, they call it hot dish. What is wrong with them up there, Jimmy B? Have you ever heard such a no a ridiculous thing? No, it's casserole. Neighbors to the north, get it right. It's, it's not a hot dish. Hot dish. It's casserole. I mean, if I... It continually annoys me. And I, I, as you know, have family up there. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe you could just uh, bring over a uh, bring hey. over a hot dish. <laughs> hey. A hot dish? Like like a warm dish? Yeah. What, what does that mean? <laughs> it's casserole. It's not a hot dish. Weirdos. Uh, there are, you know, it's, it's funny how stuff like that all of a sudden begins. But I will tell you this about Nashville. Aside from the goober dropping F-bombs at Millbury, it was a pretty cool scene last night. It really was before the game began. Trent, they had over 100,000 people downtown. Yeah. Marked off. They had the main drag where all the restaurants and bars are all mm-hmm. cordoned off. Yeah, I was disappointed. They had Luke Bryant doing a song. I mean, it's a decent song, but it didn't rock the crowd. Mm-hmm. They should have had Big and Rich doing loud. Oh, my God. Yes. Big and Rich. The place would have gone crazy. They would no, have burned the city down no, with excitement if Big and Rich is doing, let's make it loud. The place would have gone nuts. Jim, I, I think you're they mistaken on what country fans think of Big and Rich. What? Yeah. yeah. Aren't they in the Hall of Fame of country music? They are. You need to burn that thing down. We'll wow. come back. Put a cap on things. Picks for tonight's game. Yeah. What we're watching presented by Rockstar Satellite. It's all next here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Let's Talker. Let's make it loud. 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust. Quality. Value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, 
specialty roofing and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping The art of loaning tools has been practiced and perfected by neighbors and family for years. Because the idea of buying a tool that you only need to use once doesn't make sense. That's why AutoZone has a free Loan-A-Tool program. It's a helpful, easy way to get you a torque wrench, a ball joint replacer, and a hundred other specialty tools to get that job done. Like your neighbor Keith would. He wouldn't charge you for it, and neither do we. Because that'd be nonsense. Let's get you what you need. Deposit required. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. By the time that we got up there, his room was filled with smoke. The wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house, blocking the exhaust from my furnace. I heard the smoke alarm going off in my friend's apartment. Without the Kidda smoke alarm, my son would not be here today. Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. Kidda makes technology that saves lives. Get these essential products at the Home Depot. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, final segment. Don't all applaud at once. Uh, So now in uh, the NFL, uh, we do have a Jeremy Macklin wide receiver sighting. Is that right? Yeah, heading to the Ravens. uh, Mm -hmm. A couple-year deal there. The particulars don't really matter in the NFL, do they? I mean, it's... You're going to get money, and you're going to get cut, and you're going to... Maybe that's the NFL, but what we do know is he's going to be with the Ravens, and feels like, uh, for them, important season for John Harbaugh. I think so. I think so. Flacco had the great playoff run four years back now. Won a Super Bowl. Since then, pretty disjointed. Yeah. They've been okay. But they've had a lot of guys hurt, too. They have. But and they just lost Dennis Pitta again, the yeah, tight end. He's, yeah. His career's finished. Interesting to see. But, yeah, Macklin, I think there's still a little tread left on the tires there. I think so. I think he can still catch 75, 85 yeah. balls right in that range and, mm-hmm. and be decent for you. Didn't prove to be that prototypical number one that the Chiefs thought they were going to get. Right. Maybe that was because of Alex Smith. I mean, we can make that argument, too. But in the end, uh, was productive, solid, uh-huh. not great. Right. Kansas City, right. probably the same kind of thing in Baltimore. Apparently, they're still going to take a peek at uh, the Jets' Eric Decker as well. Oh, yeah. Baltimore is. He's still on the loose out there. Of course, I saw Vikings fans right away as they love their own up there in Minnesota. Yes, they do. They yeah. Eric Decker right away. Wide receiver's not a problem. they got a lot of depth there with the Vikings at wide do. receiver. It's offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's what you're continuing to uh, wonder about. For the Vikings. So, Jimmy B, with that, we get ready for tonight. I'm ready. NBA Game 5. Yep. I told you I believe it's going to be a blowout. Yes, you have already stated that numerous times on today's show. The point spread, Golden State favored by 8.5. Yes. I will jump all over that. I will take the Warriors. Okay. Jimmy B. A pick from you. Is it a hopeful pick, or are you thinking with your head? Um, I, I can't go off my my pick that I made, even though you gave me the opportunity I last did. week. You said you can jump ship on the Cavs, and I didn't do it. Look, do I think the Warriors will win tonight? God, they're just too good at home, and in the first two games they routed Cleveland. And they know that if they lose this game tonight, things get a little sticky there. Yeah, Thursday, then you're heading to Cleveland. Things get a little sticky if they lose this game tonight. God, I'd like to see them lose. Ah, it'd be fun. I mean, just just because I I don't want to see it end tonight. I think Cleveland's in this game, and I'm tempted to take the eight and a half. I really am. Okay. 
So I, I'll take the eight and a half tonight. I know you're going the other way. I am, and I, I think, am. and I think most people will go with you. Sure, maybe, maybe I'm not thinking with my head, or at least you're the, just being hopeful more than I anything. think. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Just because I'd love to see one more game. Yep, at I least, at least. So uh, we'll get a little early baseball as the Cubs are out in the East Coast uh, playing the Mets. They are. So it'll be a 6-10 first pitch. John watch, Lackey. Watch some of that. Yeah, because yeah, well, 8 o'clock for the basketball tonight. Right, right. On Channel 5 on your Rockstar Satellite, the Mets and the Cubs. Jacob deGrom, who has struggled. Uh, he he has Oof. not been very consistent. Lackey, uh, we know about him. So you'll be able to catch that on 665 tonight. Comcast Chicago will have it. The Cubs and the Mets, 6-10 first pitch. I'll be watching a little Twins tonight. I know you will. The I'll, first place Twins. That's right. They still hang on to first place. Uh, they've been aided by the Indians. Still not able to gain yeah, a whole lot of traction. Yeah, they just, I mean, they're just sputter. They're sputtering like the Cubs. Yep. That's what, that's what both these teams are doing. They're, they're pretty much mirroring themselves. I will say this, at least Cleveland's above 500. Chicago's even. Well. 31 and 31. Right. Cleveland's 31 and 29. Yeah, yeah. Big difference there. <laughs> Not where I think many people would have had either of these teams. Mm-hmm. Not just because they were in the World Series last year, right. but because they returned talent. They returned young talent. Yes. You know, they were going to get a full season out of Danny Salazar. They're going to get a full season out of Carlos Carrasco for the Indians, two of their top starting pitching. Well, those guys haven't been very good. And Kluber has been on the DL. And. And you go through, and now you kind of look at it and say, maybe it's pretty good they're still above five hundred. Uh huh. That's kind of the case you can make for the Indians, the Cubs. It's going to happen. I do like their. It's going to happen. I do like their bullpen dances when somebody jacks one. I figured that'd be right up your That's, alley. I like that. Yeah. It kind of cracks me up. I think they even had a couple of the uh, uh, clubhouse attendants dancing with them last time. <laughs> that was even funny. I, I love that. So I I like stuff like that in baseball because it just changes the way I look at baseball from boring to, oh, this is interesting. And the Cubs and, lineup is out for tonight. Okay, who you got? Uh, Schwarber and Hap will be sitting down. It'll go John Jay, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Zobrist and left, Hayward and right, Contreras behind the plate, okay. Javi Baez, Addison Russell, and Lackey. So no Schwarber uh-huh. and no, no Hap. Hap tonight. All right, Schwarber hit a bomb yesterday. He did. So I mean that's that's I look him, he's tuckered out now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's tired. Yeah, he gets a day <laughs> off. The judge kid in New York. Oh man. I'm I'm getting to the point now where I see if he's hitting must see. I, I that's must see TV now. Gotta get over to the yes now yep, I can see him. Yep, I he gotta see fun. that. He is fun. Are we done for the day? That is out, Jimmy B. Well let's do it again tomorrow at noon. What do you think? Do we have to? Sure. I mean, look, Schwarber's out of the lineup tonight. After he, Can I, like, take a you day? You need a day off? Yeah, this is tough. Solo edition tomorrow. Jimmy B and TC. <laughs> We're back at it tomorrow at noon. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Here's another All Things basement fact brought to you by Midwest Basement Systems. Did you know that at least 50% of the air on your first floor came from the basement? That's right, airflow in your home is from bottom to top. This means you're breathing damp basement air, odors, and mold spores no matter what floor of the house you're on. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basement tea today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix. Call 289 
You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs, well-known in Central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamAndGabe's.com. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Go. Hey, I'm calling about the 2007... Right. I saw you had a for sale sign in the window, so I assume you're down with a retro payment style. Is there a way that I could barter for the car? Well, you want to drive it first? No, I mean like work it off through some sort of labor. And then, you you know, I could do enough labor and then that would be equal to the value of the car. Huh. Like an old school payment because you're selling it old school. What other ways are there? People are using the app Let Go. With L-E-T Go. It's time to snap, post, chat, and sell. It's time to let go. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Whew, wouldn't like that deal. The 4 for 4 with your choice of a Double Stack, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, or Crispy Chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. What if there was a toy store for dads? It would be called the Home Depot, where this Father's Day you can get him a new Weber Genesis 2 gas grill. Choose from two to six burners, multiple colors, and great prices starting at only $499. When it comes to great grilling, every dad deserves Weber. Doesn't yours? Be dad's number one fan with a new grill from America's number one Weber retailer, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. This Father's Day, show Dad what he's been missing. Ryobi OnePlus tools only at the Home Depot. Get him the OnePlus 18-volt compact drill driver kit and another OnePlus tool up to a $79 value is free. The batteries power up to 70 other OnePlus tools, so he could start up quite a collection. Be Dad's biggest fan with the Ryobi OnePlus line of tools only at the Toy Store for Dads. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through June 21st. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. 